0: This is Around the Rim with Lachina Robinson. Hello, basketball fans, and welcome to another episode of your ESPNW Women's Basketball Podcast, Around the Rim. I am Lachina Robinson, your host, joined by my fantastic and fabulous producer, Tarika Foster-Brasby. And this is another fast break edition of our Around the Rim episode, where we've been catching up with WNBA draft prospects getting ready for the draft which is happening virtually this Friday 7 p.m on ESPN you will not want to miss it a lot of fun Rebecca Lobo Ryan Rucco Sue Bird Holly Rowe on the coverage Tariq and I got you covered on the around the rim handle uh, with some pops from ESPNW, we have some special things planned on Friday night, right? Sarika? you excited about the lineup? I'm excited. I am. I actually might go get dressed up and I, like be a person on Friday. Oh, look at you. Okay, what you wearing for the draft? What you for the, lit the, lit. The, the living room to bedroom transformation is going to be lit, okay? Well, the thing I'm always looking forward to with you is like, what color is Tariqa's hair going to be? What my hair? Exactly. Yeah. This, that's that is, been the biggest struggle. Yeah. Well, hey, you listen, right after the draft is over, these braids are coming out and y'all are not going to want to see me. Trust oh, me. Because oh. this natural situation about to take place is going to be, going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So y'all excuse the way I've been looking, like I'm just trying to hold together. I haven't had my eyebrows done. Anyway. <laughs> That is um, a very small and minor thing when you think about what's happening in our world. So we do want to send our thoughts and prayers to everyone. As always, every week we know that things are changing um, and that um, there are various degrees of suffering happening and we want to just send our love. But the draft is happening on Friday and we have Taya Cooper and Lauren Cox on this edition of Fast Break two Baylor lady bears. So hopefully you will enjoy the conversation with those two. If you have not checked out some of our past fast break, we have had Bella Allery, Ruthie Hebert, Ty Harris. We have an episode with Nikki Collin that will all be available leading up to the draft itself. So make sure you're checking out around the rim podcast, rate us comments, wherever you get your podcast. We'd love to hear from you subscribe, if you want to interact with us on social, Tarika is at she knows sports underscore. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. I am at LaChina Robinson, and our podcast is at Around the Rim Pod. Gmail at Around the Rim Podcast at gmail.com. Did I forget anything, Tarika? I think you covered it all. I think we're ready. Okay, let's move into our two WNBA draft prospects for the week Taya Cooper and Lauren Cox of Baylor. All right, basketball fans. Well, we have a double dose of Baylor on today's podcast for our Fast Break edition. Please join me in welcoming Taya Cooper and Lauren Cox to the show. Welcome, guys.
1: Hi. Hey.
0: So my first question is just about you as people, um, your families, your community. How are you holding up during these challenging times that we're facing right now?
2: We're we're just bored. I mean, we're a big sports family, and right now we would have any kind of game on the TV right now, and we would be going to work out, going to shoot at gym. So that's the hardest part is just not having anything to do.
0: Yeah. How about you, Taya?
1: Um, we're having fun. I mean, we get to play games. We get to spend a lot of time with each other. We didn't. We don't really get to do that because we all play basketball. So. For us to finally get to just sit down and be together is fun.
0: So who all is in each of your households, like parents, siblings? Like who, who's with you right now?
2: It's me, my parents, and my three younger sisters. Okay. <laughs> three my. little
0: sisters. That sounds like something I would not <laughs> want to be quarantined with. It's actually pretty fun because we get along, so it's been fun. That's good. I, I grew up with three sisters, and that was not always the
1: case. Uh, Taya, how about you? Who's in the house with you? Um, my parents, my dogs, my um brothers, and their two teammates, former teammates, uh, Isaac and Cher. Okay.
0: okay, nice, nice. So um with your point, Lauren, that you don't have a lot of options as far as working out mm-hmm. and going to the court and all of that, how have the two of you been preparing yourself for the upcoming WNBA season?
2: Um, Just trying to do whatever we can just to get some conditioning in, get some shots up. Um, My sisters and I have been going to a park that has a couple basketball goals. Um, We've been going to fields where we could do some sprints. We've done like some circuit work um, out in the front yard. Just kind of trying to be creative with what we do.
1: Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Um, Using the weight room a lot. Um, We have a goal, so just shooting on that, ball handling, same stuff pretty much. just can't go up and down and five on five or play defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you,
0: I am trying to get my summer body now. I'm not even going to lie. I have been going to the track a little bit, you know, doing some home workout. Definitely need to get these glutes. Now, I need so much glute work. It's not even funny. I just got a new band in the mail from Amazon, so I'm going to be my workout plan is is coming together. Um, but nothing like what you guys are getting ready for. But, I mean, the other part of it is you just came off of playing an entire season. So it's like you're not going to get out of shape in, you know, a month or two. I mean, maintenance, obviously. But you also have to balance the fact that you are going to go from an entire college season to the WNBA. So you also have to pace yourself a little bit, you know. Um, and then you go straight to the WNBA, to overseas, it's like crazy if that's what you guys are going to do. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so you didn't get to defend your national championship in the NCAA tournament, um, devastating. How have you been able to put that behind you and kind of move forward and get ready for this next phase of your lives?
2: Um, it's been hard. Um, when I found out the news, I cried for a couple of days. Just. It was hard to process everything, a lot of different emotions. And I think the hardest part was playing in my last game without even knowing it. And I think I, I'm trying to use this as motivation um, going into the next level just to make myself better um, and to win a national champion or not a national championship, but a championship at the next level.
1: Um, it didn't hit me at first. I thought, you know, it was going to be postponed. I don't know, I felt like we was gonna come back and maybe we was just gonna do it in May or something. But it didn't hit me till things was final and everything was cancelled and we moved on to the draft and then it was just like dang I really didn't get to finish I mean there's really nothing we can control so I had to just let it go.
0: I mean it's one thing when you know it's gonna be your last game and I'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all when when it was when it was time for me, my last game was over nobody wanted to be in the locker room with me. Like I would have, I went through it. I almost had like a breakdown. Like it was real bad. Like it was utter devastation. I was like, this is so embarrassing. My teammates, I was like screaming, (laughs) like it was not a good scene in the locker room. And um, so I couldn't imagine your career coming to an end and you not even knowing it. I mean, that, that is definitely something, I mean, shout out to both of you for the careers that you had and, and everything that you guys accomplished, but we were definitely looking forward to watching you guys defend your championship. And so we were, we were definitely devastated, but looking forward to Friday night, seven o'clock ESPN for all of our fans that are listening. Uh, it's the kind of night that dreams are made of, right? You hear your name called to go and play at the next level of the WNBA. When was the first time each of you remember saying to yourself, I want to play in the WNBA.
2: For me, it was probably seventh grade, maybe. Um, That's kind of when I started really getting serious about basketball, playing on a travel team, that kind of thing. So, yeah, probably seventh grade.
1: I think mine was like sixth grade or fifth grade somewhere.
0: And was there a, a moment or a player or were you at a game? Like, Do you remember how the WNBA integrated into your lives for the first time?
2: I would say just seeing games on TV. Um, I know there weren't that many back then, but um, just catching whatever we could on TV or looking up games, that kind of thing.
1: I had grew up with Matthias Vaughn, so um, I seen her play a lot, and um, I really wanted to do what she was doing, so I was really inspired by her.
0: Mati, definitely one of my favorites. Shout out to Mati. Mm -hmm. Um, And so – Uh, When I think about the draft, my first question for Baylor, for the Baylor Lady Bears, because y'all have a reputation now. Y'all get dolled up, right? Y'all get cute. And I was at the end of the year banquet last year for the athletics program, and it's not just women's basketball. I mean, Baylor, y'all do it right. So what is the plan for Friday? Is there going to be hair or makeup or what are you wearing and who will be there? Like, what is, what is Friday night going to look like
2: for y'all? I am doing my hair and makeup. I don't know what I'm wearing yet. Um, my dresses that I ordered are supposed to be here tomorrow. So I'll figure it out um, kind of last minute. But um, I'll, I'm going to do my hair and makeup. Like I said, uh, it's just going to be my family and I, my parents, and my sisters. Um, we're going to have a nice dinner um, and just make the most of it. I'm saying I'm gonna
1: do my hair. I don't know about makeup. I'm not really qualified in that area. Okay. <laughs> Your lashes but, still look good though. You're, you're in quarantine. You holding up on the lashes. <laughs> but um, my my dress it should be here tomorrow too. Um, well, I got here today. Um, oh. and yeah, I'm gonna try that on. So hopefully it fits. Then I'll know what I'm wearing. Does
0: that make y'all nervous? I mean, Lauren, you're not getting
1: yours until tomorrow. It's hey, you just... Yeah, it is nerve-wracking because we thought, you know, we didn't have to do it because it was virtual and I thought it was just going to be a face shot and we just like, hey, but (laughs) we actually got to do a whole um, orange carpet and take videos and stuff, so... Oh yeah, I
0: saw that. Possibly an orange carpet with Cappy Pondexter for WNBA. I was excited about that. You know, Cappy is like the fashion queen, so I would not (laughs) want her commenting on my outfit. (laughs) We all have it together for sure um, for Friday night. So uh, another thing I was thinking about is, you know, Coach Mulkey is one of the most accomplished coaches in the history of, of women's basketball. How would each of you say she's prepared you on and off the court for what you may experience at the next level in the WNBA.
2: I would just say for me, it's just how hard she's been on me and the way that she's learned how to push me and kind of what makes me tick, that kind of thing. Um, Just her competitiveness. um, She hates to lose and we're similar in that way. Um, So I've, I've learned a lot from her in that aspect and um, just The way that she coaches, she's super intense. Um, She'll get in your face, but at the end of the day, she wants what's best for you.
1: Um, For me, I only had a year with her, and it was one of the best years that I've had. So um, she taught me a lot with um, her passion and her competitiveness, and she stayed on me from day one. So just being able to take constructive criticism and um, having the same energy and effort every day, I think I learned
0: i love it um so i wanted to ask you two questions individually first for lauren um position may come into play for you at the next level do you see yourself more at the four spot like a steward or a deladon or or who they may be at the four or at the five like a sylvia fowles or a liz Cambage? um how do you see your game translating
2: i think my best position is at the four um i I can play both positions, but I think I'm better at the four because I can shoot the outside shot. I can, I'm a really good passer, so I can make those entry passes to other post players. And I think um, fans really saw that in my junior year when I was playing to
0: Yes, yes. I mean, you two together, Lord, nobody wanted to deal with that. Um, and the other part of that is, You know, what I've seen happen with a lot of bigs of the WNBA is your game just changes so much when you get to the next level, especially going overseas because – um, you know, if you guys choose to do that, it's like you end up playing multiple positions. I mean, they expect you to be able to do a lot of things. Where at WNBA, you can be a little bit more specialized in your position, um, but just the way that that players' games expand over time. I mean, I, I've seen some centers end up at the three spot that may not have you know the size to be a center and have to really hone their skills. Um, but you know the offensive and the defensive end at the next level for the four and five is very different, but I I like your answer because you're very good at making reads and high basketball IQ. So four would be a good spot as a facilitator. Uh, My question for you, Taya is more of a, just a hot topic. Um, We've been talking a lot on Twitter about what's happening right now, in women's basketball, as far as like a lot of transfers, like you've had a successful situation where you ended up at a school that, you really had a great time in this one season you spent at Baylor. Um, but what can we do or what is it that we need to know about how we can change the trend of what's happening with, with transfers? Or is it something that we just shouldn't worry about?
1: Um, personally, I feel like it should be allowed because a lot of people transfer for a whole lot of reasons. And it could be off the court. It could be on the court. Some people um, – struggle not being close to their families. Some people deal with being close to their families and having issues with whatever they grew up with. Um, some people have issues on the court. So, I mean, you only got four years to make it. And those four years are the most important years of your life. And I feel like if you feel as though you have a better opportunity to do it somewhere else, then by all means do that because you don't get a chance. So you can end up staying somewhere for four years and it doesn't work out for you. So you might as well make the best decision for yourself.
0: I love it. I love it. And I'm glad it's turned out well for you. All right. My last question before we get to rapid fire, how do you guys feel about playing overseas? Do either of you have ambitions uh, or want to do that?
2: I do um, just for the experience. And I think a lot of players go over there and they develop their skills. They get better over there. And that's, something that I'm interested in and just being able to travel I had a really good experience with USA basketball traveling the world and it was a lot of fun for me so I'm looking forward to doing that again
1: that is very stressful to think about being somewhere I've never been and talking to people who won't understand me and eating food I've never ate so it's probably going to be like anxiety and stressful for me but I would do it I wouldn't um, be pumped about doing it though yeah <laughs> Wouldn't be first on your
0: list, right? Which is cool, which is real, like totally get that. And obviously we're facing some different times right now. So who even knows what that's going to look like in the future. All right, guys. So it's time for rapid fire questions. You don't have long to think about your answers. We can continue to go in the order that we've been going in. So Lauren start, and then Taya, and then I'm going to keep going to the next questions. All right, now y'all heard me say that Tariqa came up with these questions, so this ain't on me. Okay. <laughs> What's the um subject? Um, just various things. Food, okay, um, okay, okay,
1: okay.
0: you know, different <laughs> stuff like that. All right. Um, y'all ready?
2: Okay. Favorite quarantine meal. Ooh, I made some jambalaya yesterday and it was pretty good. <laughs> That sounds good. Hey.
1: <laughs> Curry chicken
0: and rice. Ooh, both of y'all spicy in the house. Hi- okay, I like it. All right, your favorite Coach Mulkey saying.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, that one's tough. I would say, I think one of my favorite things that she says is, um, God should always have a uniform. I really like that. Um, if you get the opportunity, knock the door down. Ooh, yes!
0: Bust through the door. That's some good advice headed into the WNBA. Yeah, i when she says it because
1: you
2: know,
0: <laughs> yeah, she's got a little, yeah, she got yeah. a little twang to it too. Um, who are you looking forward to playing against most in the WNBA?
2: I would say Elena Deladon. Don. I've always liked her game and um, watching her play, so I think that'd be fun.
1: Uh, I don't know. Can I pass?
0: Yes, you can pass on that. All right, last question one word to describe your experience at
2: baylor <sighs> incredible
1: um inspiring
0: okay i'm not gonna ask y'all the last question because tarika wanted me to ask you what teammate are you gonna miss the most at baylor and if y'all weren't <laughs> gonna say each other then you weren't gonna tell me the truth Tarika's <laughs> out here being messy Tarika, oops, yeah, you need to yeah show up for your question. Um, Y'all did great, wonderful, good job on the rapid fire and fans. That is Lauren Cox and Ted Cooper. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us, and we can't wait to see these outfits on the orange carpet and when you know when your name is called. We're just we're so excited for you. Congratulations, thank you. you. All right, basketball fans, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Around the Rim. We want to thank you for your support. We also want you to know that we are thinking of you and praying for you during the times that our country is experiencing right now. Uh, Tarika and I both would love to keep in touch with you via Twitter. I am at LaChina Robinson. Tarika is at she knows Sports underscore Our podcast handle on Twitter is at Around the Rim, and you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, WNBA League Pass is free right now. The league did make an announcement that training camp in the beginning of regular season will be delayed, but enjoy League Pass for now. Enjoy the draft April 17th, 7 p.m. on ESPN. And Tariq and I will see you on our next episode.